Welcome to It's Just My Thoughts, the podcast. Hello, everyone. It's Mika here. Thank you for listening to It's Just My Thoughts, the podcast. We're on episode four now. So let's just jump into it. Now, this week for me, um, I've been experiencing some amazing TV. I, I want to touch on Queen Sugar. And I, and I spoke about Queen Sugar last week, about how phenomenal I think this season is. And uh, this week was just another week of just, uh, once again, amazing writing. I mean, I, for a moment there, thought that I was going to, you know, shed some some real tears um, on that Raph Angel scene. And it was just absolutely beautiful. It literally took my breath away. I'm still just like shaken from it because I just thought, I honestly think, even though I said last week, I think Aunt Vi is having a phenomenal season I think it's nice to see a happy Raph Angel because we haven't seen him be happy and just kind of solid in himself in a long time and just seeing his growth. Like I actually feel like we're actually witnessing Raph Angel becoming a man and it's actually really nice to see. And it's actually good examples that's being shown as far as, you know, him raising his son. And I just found that conversation with him and blue, you know, sitting on the couch to be, um, it was absolutely beautiful. And I really, really, I really love that. I can't wait for this week. I think Queen Sugar this, this season is just the bomb. So I'm I'm seriously uh, all in. That really made my week um, watching that. And just, I feel like I've had some good TV. I'm, st- I'm still waiting to talk about Hands Made because I, I kind of want to finish this season. And then I want to rewatch it because I have a lot of shit to say about it. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing to say about it. But I, I need to talk about that sooner or later. So we're going to stay tuned for my hands made uh, comments. But I did want to salute Queen Sugar because this season Ava's killing it and I'm, I'm feeling it. Uh, so let's talk about um, my black excellence for the week, which goes to Serena Williams. So Saturday, Serena played in the finals of Wimbledon and she lost. So she came in second at Wimbledon this year. But it still was overall a good job. I mean, when you watch the match, she had a lot of unforced errors, you know, probably a lot of points that she probably want to take back, but either way, you know, it was still, you know, a good match. She just, you know, came up short this time. But what what got me though, later on Saturday, I'm on Facebook and I'm just kind of scrolling and I came across this guy, just a random guy on my timeline. And he's just like, well, it's time for Serena to retire. And I just thought that was crazy when I read that because she's been in the last like three finals for a major tournament um, or she's made it to three finals since coming back from uh, her having a baby. And okay, she she hasn't won one, you know, but we forget that Serena is at 23 Grand Slam, you know, uh, uh, champions or trophies or whatever. And um you know, we forget that she's already had a overly phenomenal career. And and also I think sometimes I thought it was a crazy statement to make because what I think people forget is that Serena had a baby and she almost died after she had the baby because she had blood clots that she had to go back for another surgery after she had the baby. People also don't realize, I mean, us women, obviously we realize it, but men, especially uh, how much um, giving birth, you know, does wear and tear on your body and how traumatic it can be. And, you know, usually, honestly, they say that it takes a full year for a woman. Well, really, I think they said two years to really for your body to really get back in its groove and back on track. I watched a Serena documentary 
on HBO about her comeback um, and what she had to do to basically get back to playing after she had the baby. When she first came back after having a baby, she was still breastfeeding. So before she would go out to play her match, she actually was pumping before she went out, which is crazy because if you don't really know what that feels like, I mean, your, your boobs are full and they're heavy and she was, you know, she was overweight and she still had her baby weight. And so she had to go through a lot of training to even get the weight down. And I feel like right now what we're seeing, one, I think she's going to win another championship. Two, I think what we're seeing is that she's still getting her win back. She's still getting in shape, but she's still the goat. So, you know, you have to, you have to respect her. You have to put some respect on that. And just because she lost, it doesn't really, to me, I feel like it doesn't really matter because she's been playing so much better and it's only going to get better. Like she's 37. And do I think that it's time for her to retire? Absolutely not. I think that, you know, we're just seeing her again back in her groove and, you know, I'm definitely going to support her always. I've been watching Serena Williams since I was a teenager. You know, I followed her career the whole entire time. And so I think even right now for her to still be playing as hard as she does and still be hitting the ball as hard as she does, she still has a few more years. And I think I do think that she's going to get the illustrious 24 that she's that, you know, ties for the most of all time. Grand Slam championships. So I do think that she's going to get it. And I just think, you know, I, I don't like personally when men talk about women, especially when. And from a standpoint of like a negative standpoint, like when you've never experienced that, like I've never given birth before, but I know that what it does to your body just from just reading about it and actually just seeing that, you know, from my sisters having kids and my friends having kids and just, you know, your hormones are all over the place. So for her to come back out there and jump back in and, you know, for one, she lost her ranking, you know, because they don't, they don't, she, when she left, she was number one in the world and they don't, they don't let you keep that. So because she had a baby, she lost her ranking where she had to come back unranked. Now she's back ranked and she's playing against people that's, you know, early twenties, some are teenagers and she still got it. And, you know, I feel like, you know, instead of saying, oh, well, she needs to retire because she lost. Who cares? Who cares? If you actually sit and watch her matches and I've watched every single one during Wimbledon, she didn't look bad at all. And so I have hope that, you know, I do think, you know, she's going to, she's going to tie that record. And so I'm still rooting for her. I'm still here for her. And she's beautiful. You know, she has she has a beautiful body, beautiful work ethic, and she's a beautiful person in spirit. And so, you know, even though she lost, I still want to celebrate Serena today because if you actually watched all her matches, she's doing really well. So I look forward to seeing her in uh, the U.S. Open. I think also in, uh, in pop culture news, um, just shifting gears here, uh, it – it's been a crazy week as far as like some of the things that's kind of happened. And so one of the uh, issues that I wanted to address today was um, Jermaine Dupree in an interview that he had and which he was asked about um, female rappers. So I want to actually uh, touch on that and then I'm going to touch on some of the responses and, and that actually leads me to, you know, my thought of the week and my thought of the week is why is there still a double, a double standard, even in entertainment world between, or today's society between women and men. So Jermaine Dupree, I might've pulled it up here because I actually have it up. Okay. So I'm going to read this. Jermaine made the comment after he was asked if he had a female favorite female rapper in an interview. So his response is, I can't really say, he said, after picking a top artist from today, 
you know, the reason I can't say is because I feel like they are all rapping about the same thing. And I don't think they're showing us who's the best rapper. For me, it's like strippers rapping. As far as rap goes, I'm not getting who is the best rapper. I'm getting like, oh, okay, you got a story about you dancing in the club. You got a story about you dancing in the club. You got a story about you dancing in the club. Okay, who's going to be the rapper? He then said at some point, somebody's going to have to break out of the mode and just talk about other things and just rap about other things besides that. Okay. So when he said that, that for me was crazy because there are a lot of phenomenal female rappers that do actually talk about other stuff. So I don't really understand that, but I'm going to go more in depth in in a little bit. So one of the main things that people pointed out was that a, a few artists actually have has responded to this. But um, one of the main ones that I want to point out was Cardi B's response. So she said, okay, guys, so I have been, I have seen a lot of people write that nowadays. Female rappers only talk about their goodies and S or shit. And now that Jermaine Dupri brung it up, now I'm going to say something about it, right? She said in a video posted to Instagram on Thursday, first of all, I rap about my pussy because she's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? And second of all, it's because it seems like that's what people want to hear. In fact, Cardi said people talked about talked mad shit when she tried to when she tried to be careful with her music. She also defended female artists who haven't gotten the attention they deserve. There's a lot of female rappers that be rapping their ass off and be talking about their pussy and don't be talking and don't be talking about, you know, getting down and dirty and y'all don't be supporting them. She didn't continue just me going off cuff. She didn't continue saying that like, you know, she felt like when she had other tracks, some, some songs where she wasn't talking about stripping or she wasn't talking about anything highly hypersexualized that a lot of people didn't really listen to, you know, some of those songs. And so she was like, she feels like, you know, that basically she does what she feels like the people want to hear and they like, they like when she's sexual in her songs. And so she basically gives them what they want to hear because when she was doing something else you know people weren't really receptive to some of the, some of the other songs she had but she also points out that which is true on her cd she has a lot of other songs that she's actually talking about other stuff so you know kind of to say that that's the only thing that women are talking about you know it's kind of bullshit if you really think about it i don't fully agree with everything that cardi said but i'm also going to touch on that in a moment as well so let's get to it first I want to explain because I talk about me and rap music all the time and my struggle with it and I don't personally struggle with rap music for myself because I'm an adult and I feel like you know for me you know I listen to Cardi B when I work out she's actually on my playlist you know I have a few songs that you know probably aren't talking about much of anything as far as far as lyrical content but I like the beat it kind of gets me a little hype when I'm working out so I'll listen to it but I don't really take much stock in that but when you think about the younger generation whether it's teenagers or even early 20s you know this is the area where I personally struggle in because you know rap music is all on the radios is you know we watch the award shows it's everywhere and to sit and say that you know um they're never going to be subjected to it. That's unrealistic. And, you know, you have some people that feel like, oh, well, if you don't want the younger generation to listen to it, then you shouldn't allow your kids to listen to it, which, you know, could be partly true. But at the same time, you know, the large majority in support for rap music is the younger generation. And at this point, if you actually didn't want to shield your kid or take it away, you basically would take away radio. Because when I listen to the radio, the times that I do, that's all of that's on there. 
And so I couldn't imagine as a kid, I didn't, I didn't get to listen to the radio, you know, for me, to be honest, you know, I took it upon myself with some of the younger kids that's in my life, you know, my niece and nephews and everything, um, to have conversation about it. You know, I basically explained that these rappers, you know, are personas. Majority of them, these are not their real names. You know, their life that they're putting out to you is not real. And please do not desire to follow this. And I think it's important to say that, you know, even if you are letting your kids listen to that, because everything in this in this time is hypersexualized, super hypersexualized. Like I remember looking back on some of the songs I used that I used to listen to that like my mom's like, Oh, you're not allowed to listen to that. And I didn't know, you know, what I was listening to, you know, what they were really talking about because we didn't really have so much sexuality right in our face like these kids do nowadays. You know, now, you know, you can easily go on the internet, go on YouTube, and you can look at all types of stuff. And so you have to be careful with what you allow your kids to listen to because and and how much, you know, and it's important to have these conversations about just being cognizant of what you're putting in your brain every day, all day, because I'm sorry, I, I don't know many people, but I truly believe that if you sat and listened to negative stuff or tragic stuff all day and you never mixed it up, you never listened to anything else then what is your mind going to be on? It's almost the same as you feeling like you can hang out with negative people and you can hang out with, you know, people that's doing all this wrong shit and you think that you're strong enough not to. It just don't work like that. Like, and it's the same with music, you know, because music is made to make you feel, you know? So for me, you know, I have no issue with anyone who's a rapper or a stripper and, you know, as a profession for me, when it comes to the young ones in my life or when, you know, when I have a child of my own, I just try to lead by example, but I also want to show them that you can be anything, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, entrepreneur, and you don't have to sell drugs or be on a pole in order to be successful. Now, I'm not saying that if you did do that to be successful and then now you're successful and you stop, but, you know, prime example of that is 2 chains, Okay. Two Chains talks about how, you know, he went to college, he graduated college, but he also, you know, didn't have any money, you know, and that wasn't given to him from the school. And so he did sell drugs during that time. But when he talks about himself in present day, now that he's a father, he's like, you know, yeah, I tell my kids I did, I did this, like I sold drugs, but I'm working hard right now. So they don't ever feel like that has to be their reality and that never will be their reality. And I can respect that, you know? So, you know, especially and so when it when I, you know, have this conversation with, you know, the kids in my life or whatever, especially the young men in my life, it's so much derogatory stuff in these songs. And kids are impressionable. You know, kids think it's okay to talk to a female crazy. It's okay to grab a female or tell her what you want to do or send her some nudies and everything else, but it's not okay. It's not okay. But because this stuff is in songs, and, you know, the way men talk about women so harshly at times, especially in these rap songs, they're in songs. I think it's important for me, you know, to say this is not OK and this is actually not what you should desire to do. You know, so I think, you know, the main thing that you got to think about is that I don't have a problem necessarily with rap music, but I just have a problem with rap music in the younger generation. And that's my main thing. So for me, it turns me off from it to where I don't really listen to it as much. But also, you know, me as an adult, I'm cognizant enough to know the difference between an artist persona and a real person. 
also what's sad is you know the state of the state of music you know you have some of these kids out here that come from nothing you know somebody's promising them something they sign these deals it could be a big deal could be a small deal they might give them two hundred thousand dollars in a chain and for somebody that had absolutely nothing before you know that's actually a really big deal so now you have this person you haven't given them any training no mentors and you just throw them out there and then you see these rappers going in and out of jail you see them even though they have this little bit of money you know because it's not a lot you know but it might be the first time having a lump sum but it's not a lot but you know you see them you know they're spending money you know making uh poor decisions you know horrible media training you know, they're still in the street, still still selling drugs, and now they have money and access, and now it makes it even scarier where they're carrying guns and they're doing all this stuff. And it's scary, you know? And it's like, you know, I I want, I'm into very much a lyrical rapper, you know? When, when I'm talking about music, I'm like, yo, you know, listen to this rapper, you know, who's actually talking about something, who actually saying there's nothing wrong with getting your education. Or, you know, even if you desire to be a rapper, why not own your own stuff? You know, look at Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? He was from the street, but he was self-educated and he read books and he wanted to be better than his narrative. You know, where he wanted to pour back into his community, he did pour back into his community, you know, and he was very much self-made and he was very smart about it. And that's what I mean. It's like the messaging in that, that's what music should do. And I don't always feel like that in this time, in this in this generation, that it's always the best messaging to children. And that's where I struggle with it and why, like, I don't really listen to it as much, um, certain things. But, you know, so this topic for me this week, I actually wasn't even going to talk about this today, but it's been, like, swirling in my mind, you know, with what Jermaine Dupri said. I personally, even though I know he was asked about women, but I don't personally get why he made the statement that he made because it it really to me didn't make sense because I feel like he kind of singled out women as far as trashy music because what are most artists you know most rappers doing right now you know you have your lyrical rappers and you have some gems but it's not many you know and so not all are you know talking about you know being a stripper you know, female rappers, they're not always talking about being a stripper and not always talking about their body parts, you know, but what are men talking about? You know, the, the male rappers, they talk about sex sometimes in super derogatory ways. They talk about name brands. They talk about what car they drive and it basically just be dumb shit. And they talk about this stuff constantly, you know, every song I got this on, I got that on to where kids are out here killing themselves just to say they have this or try to be what they see the, the rappers doing, you know? And so for me, I just feel like, you know, I, I feel like Jermaine Dupri comments, which I didn't fully disagree, but I feel like it can apply to both male and female. You know, I, I, I personally think as entertainers, you have also a responsibility for your audience and also for the community because people, kids look up to, you know, artists. You know, just like when I was young, I looked up, I looked up to, you know, sport figures or artists, you know, and so it's unrealistic to think that, you know, people aren't going to, aren't going to want to be like you, you know, I think men demean women all the time. So to me, if a woman want to talk about her time on a pole and how she made it from that or celebrating her skills, then why not? 
You know, why can't she? And to me, what's the difference between a male rapper talking about being on the corner selling drugs and making it from that life or still celebrating being in that life? You know, that's not good either. That's that to me, like, you know, you're glorifying um, putting drugs back into a community that has been destroyed by it, you know, killing people. You get what I'm saying? So what's what's the difference? So why the double standard? Because to me, I think male and female rappers should rap with more substance. It shouldn't be that when we finally get a good dope rapper, you know, we're just like, oh, that's a lyrical jewel right there. Oh, that's a gem. You know, why can't we start looking for more quality, you know, in totality when it comes to the genre? Because the genre is really saturated right now, but it's a lot of trash shit before you even get to somebody that's really good, you know? So when it comes to Cardi, I understand what she's saying or her frustrations because I do think there are some phenomenal female rappers and they don't get as much credit as they get or shine. You know, it takes a lot even for a female rapper to break through. So I think sometimes you have to be in, in today's side a little more sexual just because it kind of brings, gets the attention a little bit. But, you know, for me, one of my top female rap albums was The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And Lauren, you know, um, probably is one of the greatest of all times, to be completely honest. But besides her, her legal issues and everything else outside of just the music, you know, some of the stuff that Lauren was talking about was probably way over a lot of people's heads. But I don't believe that you have to dumb yourself down or resort to sex talk if you're saying that you don't want to as much. You know, Cardi basically saying, oh, well, when I try other stuff, you know, people don't really want to hear that. But when I talk about this, you know, this is what's popping off. This is what's selling millions. You know, if you think about her new her new song that's out right now, Press, she's not talking about sex and she's not talking about building a pole. So it was kind of like, you know, I feel like the comments were kind of it was kind of weird. Um, also, I'm not really sure, you know, what this album sold. But my favorite Nicki Minaj album was her Pink Print album. I still actually listen to that album. I can listen to it from the first song to the end. And I love the fact that she was vulnerable. She was open about her relationship and breakup. And personally, that's what I like to hear in an artist is them telling their truth and their story and just kind of living in that. And then it all spills out in their music. Because for me, I think we all are going to go through relationship issues or a breakup or whatever. So when you can have that CD that, that you identify with that you can put on and just be like, oh man, you know, I remember when, you know, I felt this way. Or I remember when, you know, you know, I had this going on or it can relieve you from some of the hurt that you have. To me, that's a phenomenal album. And so I just feel like, you know, when you make comments like that, it almost like with Jermaine Dupree, it almost like solidifies some of the ignorant thoughts when it comes to letting a female rapper break into the genre, you know, and giving them more of a chance. Because I, I don't really think that, you know, you have to you know, I I guess what I'm trying to say is like, for me, I struggle with it because I'm like, if you don't want to do it, just like if you go to a strip club and you see somebody stripping, but you can literally tell that either they're terrified or don't want to be there. Where for me, I, I don't want you to be there either. You know, like it's, it, I don't get anything out of that. Opposed to somebody that seemed like they actually really enjoy it and they might actually just enjoy being a stripper. And some people enjoy being a stripper and it's just the reality of it. You know, some, some people do. And some people don't. And that's why they, you know, are trying to create more for themselves. You know, I, I personally love when women, you know, celebrate their bodies and sexuality because it's beautiful. 
You know, I honestly get tired of hearing men talking down about women and, and almost talking to them, talking about them as if they're sexual items or exploits instead of celebrating them. Like why not celebrate, you know, a woman doing her thing or a woman being bold in her truth, you know, or for other things that she have going on. Cause to be honest, like, you know, we see Cardi and we're all like, Oh, you know, Cardi was a stripper, you know, she's still ratchet. But if you actually say and think about it, Cardi's really smart. They girl got endorsements. She got all types of stuff. Uh, multi-platinum album on her, you know, her first album. Cardi, you hear her all day on, on the radio, you know? And so I would never sit and just be like, oh, you know, and just subject her down to, well, all she's doing is talking about stripping. Cause that's actually, you know, that's actually not true. I just feel like, you know, a man can exploit a woman and, and demean them and talk down to them. But when a, when a woman want to talk about her goodies, it's a problem, but a man can talk about them. So do we not see how problematic that is in our minds of how that's even possible and how that should be? Like, I remember when I was young and like staying, staying up literally. And uh, I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, it was, um, if you stayed up a certain amount of time on BET, you could watch the uncut videos. And I remember staying up and I watched the tip drill video, like the uncut version. And they're literally, and this was like, I guess in what the nineties, maybe I guess early two thousands. And they're literally swiping cards in women's butt cracks. And I don't even know why you would want that to be done to you. Cause I would never want that done to me. But just the fact that you felt like that was okay is, is to me was problematic with the whole thing. So if somebody want to sit and talk about their bodies, how can you sit and say, well, I feel like I can't really say nobody's my favorite rapper right now because, I mean, that's all they're talking about. It's not true. It's really not true. So I think when it, when Dupree made comments like this and, you know, you group every female artist, it's wrong, you know? That's like, you know, I'm, I'm black, and so it's like if I'm like, yo, you know, every black person's tragic. Well, that's wrong because now you're grouping a whole entire set of people. Just like he grouped a whole entire set of female artists. And he said, like, you have some trash female artists. You got some trash male artists, you know? And that literally, to me, is the genre of rap right now. You know, you have some lyrical dope rappers. And then you have some that's not. And that's just kind of what it is. And so for me, you know, why can't the bigger conversation here be, uh, when will the state of rap you know, not just female, not just male, but when would a state of rap, you know, um, be great again, you know, and what is it going to take to get things back to a fold where we're actually talking about something? You know, when I say and think about rap, when I was young, you know, they were talking about politics. They were talking about, you know, blacks going to college, blacks uplifting each other, you know, and actually having messaging in the songs, you know, to where it was okay if you want to listen to a rap CD in the house. In my house, honestly, it's not much rap that's played in here, you know, because I don't personally like it. I don't I don't like hearing that stuff all day, every day. You know, we want to mix it up a little bit and, and do different things. That's fine. I'm not saying you can't never listen to it, but we can also change some narratives and get more shit on our mind, more positive stuff. And it also starts with the music. You know, I think that it's sad that Cardi feels like she has to do this because this is what people want to hear. You know, and I feel like if Cardi didn't want to do that, you know, then she shouldn't. To me, I seem, I, to me, I think Cardi is very much in her sexuality and she's fluid with it and she's fine with it. You know, and if she is, 
go ahead, do it, you know? Um, so I think the bigger conversation is, you know, what exactly do we want from rap in general? Because you can't, I mean, I guess, you know, with music, you can have different types of music, you know, you have the different types of rap, but you know, I think it's wrong when you start trying to say, oh, well, all of them, are, all of them are trash. Cause it's basically what he said in regards to female artists. But, you know, we need to change that conversation to look at male rap artists too, because, you know, a lot of them are trash too. So let's, let's start there. So that was pretty much my, my thought of the week. And I just found that whole interview and I've been looking at just the, um, the comics and the feedbacks. I just thought it was just, I don't know. I, I just thought it was just crazy to me because yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. So I personally feel like, you know, um, I think rap has come a long way, but I think that, you know, I, I don't, I'm always concerned that, you know, rap used to be some dope shit. And like, so I hope that we, we go back to, cause sometimes, you know, music is ever changing. And, you know, sometimes when you hear songs nowadays, you hear samples of songs from back in the day. And so I hope that we start seeing more of a push for more lyrical content and more messaging, more positive messaging. And just start changing those narratives in regards to rap music in, to in totality. You know, you can talk about something over here one day, but also just have some more positive stuff all the way around. You know, especially considering that it is a younger audience that's listening to you. And that might be, you know, aspiring to do some of the things that you're doing. And everybody, to me, don't have to be a rapper, you know. And uh, so let's say that, you know. Let's say, you know, be better. Don't, don't you know, always say, well, you know, it's, it, you have to be a stripper, you have to sell drugs or, you know, all those things to be successful. So that's just something to keep in mind. I hope if any parents listen to this, you know, if you haven't had those type of conversations with your kids, you know, have them, you know, so where they understand, like I've even gone as far as showing like Wikipedia, you know, this is this person's real name, you know, and stuff like that to get them to understand that like these are personas and they're paid to be a persona. So don't fall into the trap of thinking like, that this is really what they're like in real life because majority of them are not like what you see on TV, you know? So just cause you're talking about a song there, these are actual people. And you know, this is not actually what they're probably like in real life. Some are, but some aren't. So I also just want to let you know, just some upcoming things that I have um, going on. Uh, I do have some interviews coming soon. Um, I am thankful for all the positive feedback that I've been getting. So let's just keep these conversations going. Um, you can also find me on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. So follow and subscribe, you know, uh, leave comments, leave feedbacks. And, uh, I, I very much appreciate it. And let's just keep these conversations going. So I'm very thankful for, uh, you listening today. Um, it's just my thoughts podcast and it's Mika here and I appreciate you.